Welcome to the Invested Dads Podcast, simplifying financial topics so that you can take action and make your financial situation better, helping you to understand the current world of financial planning and investments. Here are your hosts, Josh Robb and Austin Wilson. All right. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Invested Dads Podcast, a podcast where we take you on a journey to better your financial future today. We are going to be talking about bum, 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 5G technology. The newest technology on the block. It has Although, the most Gs anyway. I prefer the OG. The OG. The OG okay. technology, okay. which is yeah. the f- cup with the string. You could be like... It's the OG. You're like G-Unit. Yes. So, we're going to talk 5G. about 5G. Yeah. So, the first question is, what is what is 5G? What is 5G? Well, first Is there of really all, five different words that start with G that gets you be. this... Grouping. I didn't bring up what's the word. What's the is a dictionary that you yes. use that has all the letters. The the dictionary. I was thinking thesaurus. A, yeah. Thesaurus. Synonym That's for like all the different. I don't words know. that relate. I didn't bring that book, so there are probably more than five Gs in there. Yeah. But we're going to talk about as it relates to cell phone technology specifically, okay. and yeah. So let's talk about this. So first of all, I found this fantastic article, which I'll link in the show notes yes. on Qualcomm's website, explaining this very topic, and they have some really good questions to ask. And some thoughts around yeah. this. And first question is, who's Qualcomm? That's a great question. First question. Well, first of all, they are a major cell phone chip manufacturer, and specifically, they build or have the IP, the intellectual property, mm. to nearly all the cell service-related chips in smartphones worldwide. So, like, your phone, if you're old like me and have a 4G phone, yeah. like, the cell service for 4G that your phone sends and receives is using Qualcomm technology. Yep. Yeah. And the key there is all these new phones are backwards compatible. Correct. Meaning they can go on the older networks. Yes. Because what if I'm in a spot that doesn't have 5G or yep. 4G? You know, if I'm out in the boondocks and it's 3G, oh, man, oh, man. so slow. Well, that's Who just it? it. So, like, that's how Qualcomm made a name for itself was in 3G technology. Yep. They had they all were, the they had they, they had the 3G technology, and 4G and 5G have built on that technology. So, because they're backwards compatible, they, they are get getting royalties, royalties oh, for days. Oh, and, man. you know, it was a year or so ago, they settled a big dispute with Apple on these things. Yeah, and China didn't like it. China doesn't like it. It's just, it's a yeah. whole thing. So, that's Qualcomm. Qualcomm. And they... So they should know a little bit oh, about... They know a little bit. 5G, because they invented the first G. Right. Well, the third G. The third G. Okay. Yeah. Did they just skip one and two and just went to no. 3G? I'm going to get there. Okay. Uh, you clearly don't read our notes before we talk. I want to surprise everybody. <laughs> but they showed up at 3G. Yeah. So they just jumped in at 3G. They were like, I don't need you 1 and 2Gs. Boring. Okay. What is 5G? Okay, that is the question. That is so 5G question. is the fifth generation. 5G. Fifth generation. Oh, Gs for generation. Oh, you get oh, it. Oh, not good. Of mobile okay. network. So yeah. like mobile phones. Yeah. So it's a new global wireless standard yeah. and it came after 1, 2, 3, and 4G networks. And this enables a new kind of network that is designed to connect really everyone and everything together, including machines, objects, devices, people, not literally people, but people through their devices. Yes. So that's kind of where that is at. And it's meant to deliver higher multi-gigabyte per second data speeds, like really fast data Mm -hmm. and really low latency. So like if you're using Internet of Things for like autonomous vehicles, we're going to talk about some of these things later. It's really good for that. It has huge capacity on the network, should be available in a lot of different areas, and really bring a uniform experience Uh, to users. So really the keys are higher performance, improved efficiency that is going to make 5G different than 4G. 
All right. Now, is this the first G that has conspiracy theories attached to it? Oh, we're going to debunk those later. I know, but is this the first one? Like, I, know, I don't I ever it, remember hearing 4G, but... It has to up. Okay. There are some crazy people okay. all over the place. Maybe. So even, just, even even the first G, even they're like, like, oh, this is horrible. Well, and whenever you started, you got away from the tin can and the yeah. rope. Yeah. Like, then after like, that, is, the conspiracy theories witchcraft. started. Like, how can I talk to you if I'm not standing next to you? Do I have to yell really loud? No. So let's talk about the Gs. Okay. Show me from... Now, obviously, they didn't call the first G first G. No, Because they didn't just, know there was other generations no, coming. Exactly. Like, the World War One wasn't called World War One. It was just... Everybody's like, the World War! Is this foreshadowing for I a know. second one? So... Yeah, so the first generation came out when? Your era. My era. The 1980s, 1980s. was 1G. It's good Because era. that was like the beginning of mobile phones in general. Yes. And so when that technology, that gave analog voice transmission capabilities yep. to wireless devices. Yep. I remember, and this probably would have been the late 80s, as I can remember it, but my grandpa had a cell phone in his car, Ooh. but it was like in his car. Yeah. It was, it was a, a giant phone. box. Yeah. But I I would assume that would be probably yeah. using this first I'm, generation I'm sure analog. But I, that was the coolest thing to me. I know. I was like, well, where's the string go? You know, like where's the <laughs> where's the the wire that goes connected? I know. There? You just drive around with a really long wire. Mind blown. Yes. So let's step into my generation. Ah, yes. The early nineties introduced two G. Two G. And two G, and you know, it converted the analog voice of one G into mm-hmm. digital voice. Ah, digital. And that's really the, the difference there mm-hmm. is that. It became an analog signal turned into a digital signal yes. in the early 90s. Skip ahead another decade. Oh, it seems the, like every decade. I know. Huh? The early 2000s brought 3G. 3G. And that was a game changer. And that's where mobile, Qualcomm made their name. Mobile data. Mobile data. So mm. for at, at, finally, you were able to connect your phone. And even then, it was flip phones. Like mm-hmm. I had a flip phone, which oh, yeah. you could have used data. I wasn't allowed because it wasn't on yes. our plan. Oh, yeah. It would have been expensive. expensive. Yes. But... Yeah, it would have gotten a mobile browser or whatever, and it would have been really slow and terrible. Oh, yeah. But it would have had it. Yes. So that was 3G, was mobile data. And then the 2010s, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I'm thinking probably, this probably would have came out in 2012, 2013 yeah. in there. 4G was the big thing. 4G. And it's so fast. 4G was lightning oh, fast. Man. Just watch really, video. You could watch video, download music, do all these things. And that's what... I mean, most people are probably still using today. Yes, is 4G technology. Yep. We're going to get you know to where 5G is in terms of rollout, but mm-hmm. yeah, 4G was kind of a big deal. So then, so these all led up to yes, they all incrementally got better and yep. led up to where we are today, which is a unified and more capable air interface for like mobile data. It's kind of where we are right now. So, like I said, extended capacity, yep, more speed, more speed, new deployment models and new services because it's all faster and has lower yep. latency. And, and reliability is a key factor that 5G is supposed to have because even with 4G, it was kind of hit or miss in yes. certain rural areas and stuff like that. Eventually, this expanded ecosystem is going to be a little bit better for that. Mm. And again, Internet of Things, I think something we're going to talk about, but that is a big thing. Connecting all kinds of devices together in real time, yeah. 5G is what's up there. Yes. Awesome. So we mentioned it. 4G was kind of that. You could actually start doing things with it. 3G was, yeah. you know, you could send some texts and be happy. But 5G, how fast is 5G? So it's designed to deliver peak data rates up to 20 gigabytes per second. Does G stand for gigabytes? Nope, generation. Oh, man. We I'm just keep asking. Every time out. I see a G, I know. I'm going to ask. So 20 gigabytes per second. Hmm. And so, again, I mentioned Qualcomm. Yes. Their flagship 5G solutions chip is called the Snapdragon, Snapdragon. X65. Yes. 
It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. It is a, a designed to achieve up to 10 gigabytes per second, and that already is about 500 times faster than 4G. 500 so times. So the Ooh. anticipation that is, as technology gets better, it can actually, it should actually double from where it's at. So 5G is designed to have a peak data use of 20 gigabytes, and Qualcomm is saying they can think they can get 10. Right now. So there's capacity that they could keep improving this and yeah. that 5G can handle. It's not like you need to get to 6G right. because we're not peaking. Or we're going to talk about 6G. Okay. But no way. You can't we, exist I know. Yet. No I know, way. I know. Why? So let's skip 5. Oh, let's just man. go to 6. Isn't okay. that what? So 20 gigabytes. That's pretty good. 20 gigabytes um, per second. Now we're actually gigabytes. We're about 10 now. Yep. But we're still 10, 500 times faster than 4G. than 4G now. So that will theoretically then be 1,000 times faster than 4G when at the end of the development cycle, right before 6G launches, yeah. probably. So I can stream faster that Gummy Bear song my daughter loves. Well, I'm, and I'm just like, at some point, the speed is irrelevant. Yes. Because humans aren't going to notice a difference. It's yeah. like it's like that difference between a, a 1080 video and a 4K video and an 8K video. Oh, geez. Yeah. Your eyes can't tell. Mm-mm. Anything over 10K or over 1080 is like, oh, wow, it looks great. It's crisp. <laughs> so it's again, it's going to be, you know, incremental at that point. But that is how fast 5G is. Mm, that's that is quick, quick 5G. It's pretty quick. So it's fast. It's fast. It's more reliable. Yep. And it has a broader appeal in that it can be more places. It sounds like that is the plan eventually. Out. Yep. So where is it being used now? So generally speaking, in terms of not geographical areas, but mm-hmm. like types of usage, yes. there are three main areas mm-hmm. that it is being used. In kind of the way it's being designed. Number yes. one is enhanced mobile broadband is what we're talking about now. Yes. That's what like, everybody will think about. That's what everyone will think. Yeah, it's going to yeah, see 5, you're going to see 5G on the corner of your phone and it's mobile internet. Yes. Right. So Fast. that's, that's number one. So it's going to make our smartphones better. It's going to have it's more immersive experiences. Smarter. Yeah. You're going to have AR and VR capabilities mm-hmm. with your phone. You it's lower what latency. Other AR, VR. Yeah. Alternative reality, VR. virtual reality. VR? I don't know. <laughs> Just all those letters. But it's also going to be, I mean, compared to what you're getting performance-wise, lower cost per piece of data because mm. you're a lot faster yes. for, I mean, you're essentially, the bills on all these small smartphones, uh, the uh, data suppliers, Verizons, the Spectrums, the AT&Ts, your bill's the same whether you're using 4G or 5G pretty much. So but they're making money on it. Yeah, of course. Custom lab. Of course. Yeah. So that's kind of where it's at there. Another one is mission critical communications. Ooh. So this is new services that can transform industries with ultra reliable, available, low latency key there links to remote control of critical infrastructure, vehicles, medical procedures. Imagine like those remote surger surgeons. Mm-hmm. You can be sitting, if you have 5g internet between you the two worry places, about a delay you don't have any lag or latency. Mm-hmm. You're literally using that little robot to perform a surgery. Crazy. with no lag. That's crazy. Yes. As well as autonomous vehicles is a thing yeah. there. So like if they're sending vehicle, sending data back and forth, the only time you want no lag is if you're doing like a foot amputation, then you'd want no leg, no leg. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of mentioned it before, but internet of things is a big thing with, ah, yeah. with 5g. So it's really meant to seamlessly connect a massive number yes. of sensors and virtually everything meta. Yeah, exactly. And really just connect all devices at once. And if you want to know more about internet of technology in yes. general, we yep. do have an episode. We talked about that. We'll link that in the show notes as yes. well. All right. So since we're talking about 5G. We are. I have a dad joke for you. Bring it. Yes. Why don't skeletons like cell phones? Mm. I don't know. Because they have no body to call. 
Nobody to call. I was going with something about skin, but yeah. I like nobody. Nobody to call. Nobody to call. That's just you. That's just me. <laughs> I also have nobody on my friends list, so it's all right. Hello, this is Josh Rob. Hello. This that's, is, that's how you answer that's the phone. That's how you answer the phone. You got to know who you're talking I know call. it's my wife, but I'm going to call her. I'm going to build in call her anyway. It's I'm automatic. Say it anyway. So, yeah, that is 5G, and that's a good joke, Josh. Thank you. So, 5G, new. New, new, all new. The Brand G's. new. All the G's. Brand new. How is this going to affect the U.S. economy and globally? What are we seeing here? Yeah, well, it's it's driving global growth for one. According to Qualcomm, they anticipate about $13.1 trillion of global economic output related to upgrading from 4G to 5G. Ooh. A trillion. 13, That's a T. 13 trillion. Wow. 22.8 million new jobs created mm. and 265 billion of 5G capital expenditures and research and development annually oh boy. over the next 15 years. Wow. That's a lot. That says they build that out and absolutely. Adapt it yeah. So they think that the full economic effect is really going to be realized across the globe by 2035, ah, okay. which is going to support a wide range of industries, potentially enabling up to $13.1 trillion worth of, worth of goods. That's what we talked about earlier. So pretty big deal. I Lots guess. of different areas of the market are going to be involved too. So like the study that this article I was reading was referencing revealed that the 5G value chain, which included original equipment manufacturers, operators, content creators, app developers, and consumers, yeah. again, could alone su- support up to 22.8 million jobs. Wow. That's one more That's more than one job for every person in Beijing, China. Like as a reference a big, of a large city. Yeah, big number. Yeah. Because so there's a lot of people that live there. It's absolutely huge. So only time's really going to tell you know, how 5G really impacts, but there are the, in- the anticipation right now is that it should have yeah. a large impact. On so you mentioned it. Your phone's old. It My does not old. get 4G. It gets 4G. Or 5G. Correct. My phone is also dated yeah. with no 5G mm-hmm. capabilities. But is it available? It is. Yeah. In in most major metro areas in the U.S. and around the world, 5G is available. Okay. In and fact, so I we're, guess we're the micro... Micropolitan... The number one micropolitan in the United States. We're not that's quite why we have 5G. That's why we have 5G. We will have 5G. We, we don't it. have it. No, we do. We do? We have 5G. When? Right now. I guarantee you, my wife has uh, got a newer iPhone. And when we came into town after a trip, she's like, oh, 5G. Oh, really? We have 5G, apparently. I thought you had to go to the big city of Toledo to get I think that. it's close enough where we pick it up. Oh, dang. She, it shows on her little phone there, like you said, 5G. Spectrum Mobile? She's on Spectrum. That's right. Yes. That's what I used to. Yeah. So, yes, it is available in most major metro areas. And, and being added number one micro, constantly, but, uh, including yeah. Finlay, Ohio. But yeah, new locations are getting added continuously. Eventually, it's going to be everywhere like 4G is, but we're still not quite there yet. It just has only been rolling out for a year or so. So I don't know when it showed up because she probably, she just told me one day that she had 5G on her phone. I was pretty excited. She got a new phone without, you didn't even know? No, she's had the phone, but when she got the phone, it it was 4G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at one point she said, oh, 5G. So I don't know when it showed up or what, but she mentioned it. Coco Melon video downloaded so fast. So quick. (laughs) All right. So. We mentioned it, though. Do you need a new phone yes, for this to work? absolutely. Yeah. Unless you got your phone really since 2021, 2021 or, or yeah. sooner, you probably need a new phone. And that's because of the, the chips that are built into it, the specifically Qualcomm. You have no Snapdragons. You do not have Snapdragons in there. You need to train your dragon. Yes. It's a snap. <laughs> it's a snap. But you also are going to need a, a new 5G SIM card ah, yeah. is the ticket. So even if, you have, network, uh, even if you have, even if you get a brand new phone from your 4G phone to your 5G one, you put your SIM card in. Yeah, it'll probably like work it. on 4G. Yeah. 
but you're going to need to call your provider and say, can you give me a new card? And they're going to those say, things. What did they put on them? Because they're the size of my little pinky. Thumb, I know. You know, like I don't even know what it does. Nail. I don't even. Know. They're tiny. I don't know. I, those are the things that, and they're, I don't know. They're so tiny, but they and they don't care everything. about them either. They throw them away. Oh, they, 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 they just tell like, you throw it away when you yeah. get your new one. There's gotta be like, something in you here. can recycle that. There's some precious metals, right? Precious metals. Start say like scrape them out I and know. save, make a little pile of gold. All right. So I mentioned before 5G. There's been some rumors. Yeah. Of some sort of conspiracy theories or things happening with 5G. Yeah. Walk me through that. So let's uh, let's debunk a couple rumors. So first of all, 5G technology has nothing to do with COVID nineteen. Mm. It does not different tra- numbers. It's yeah, very it different. Says. Five and nineteen, not yeah, even the same. Can't even divide it. it. Doesn't transmit the virus, and there's no data to support these frequencies have any impact on your immune system. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. Number two, COVID nineteen vaccines don't contain microchips that are five G technology, like many people feared. I know. Could have been on the Internet of Things, uh, but they could have been the Internet of Things. They absolutely do not contain okay. microchips. So if you hear that. You're hearing crazy things. Okay. Another one is there is no evidence that it causes cancer or any other issues any more than other wireless wave technology. Right. There's a lot of things floating around right now. Yeah. And this isn't like, this is yeah. faster and more, but this isn't like new. There's all yeah. kinds of radio waves and yeah. radio frequencies and microwaves and stuff going yeah. all around. Not any, it's not any more causing of issues than any other one. Yep. Okay. And the, the, the latest controversy, because I think a lot of people have got their mind around those even though, yeah, if we're at the very beginning, it was kind of people were freaking out. I think most people have gotten to the point where, like, okay, yeah, I understand now that this this is not unsafe. Mm-hmm. The latest one is regarding aviation. Yes. So there really is no evidence that five G technology interferes with airplane instruments and the technology surrounding generally landing. However, airlines and the FAA, yes, Federal Aviation Authority. They have been pushing to get areas around major airports to be limited in their 5G rollout for fears that it would. Now, the cell data provider companies, they've been like, we have no evidence that this does anything. Why would we do that? Mm-hmm. And they are generally compliant. That's the latest drama around 5G. Yeah. So, I mean, you still can't have your phone on on the plane anyways. Right. So, if they haven't fixed 1G problems on there, then <laughs> yeah. maybe, I don't know. So, all right. So... Doesn't sound like there's any problems, at least known. It's not like it's brand new technology. They're expanding on yeah. it and improving current technology. Right. Gotcha. So 5G, we're done. No more Gs. Nope. There's more. What's next? 6G is already coming. 6G. That's so creative. So actually, title. as of today, I got an email from emerging. The 6G. <laughs> yeah. 6G emailed me. <laughs> emerging Tech Brew, which is the morning brew, is a is an e- is a morning email where you can get business and financial Ooh. news. You can sign up for that. We're not affiliated, but hey, go check free. it out. It oh, is there's free. a referral really code. Good. You should do that. You get a mug or something yeah, for free. There you go. Everybody do that. And then there's an emerging tech brew, which is like about technology. Ooh. It's linked. It's kind of all the same. So they said that 6G technology is coming. Japan has already formed a group to begin brainstorming about 6G technology. Companies like Toyota and NEC, which is a Japanese tech company, are on the panel there. And they anticipate that it is going to launch in the 2030s. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you might so, have a good decade. And you said 2035 is when they expect it to be really fully implemented. So yeah, about the we're going to have the... 6G before yep. the last people get 5G, which uh, is normally the case. That's normally I the mean, case. that's not unusual. Yep. Because you're always... And maybe by that time, you'll get your peak data of 20 gigabytes yeah. per second speed technology. Yeah. Just in time for 6G to have 40 or whatever they're going to do. It's going to be a lot faster. That's all we know. Yeah. So you mentioned Qualcomm. I assume they're a publicly traded company. 
how else can you invest in this technology? And again, the, the caveat being, you do not have to take any of this as a recommendation. Always look to see what makes sense in your portfolio. But here's just some companies and or investments that track or are investing in this type of stuff. So covered all that for you. Thanks, Austin, Josh. That it. was a good disclaimer. I did want to just circle right back oh, to yes, 6G. Yes, 6G. Because 6G technology is anticipated to be 10 times faster than 5G. 10 times faster yeah. than 5G. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Not 500 times faster no, than 4G? Yeah, no, they're no, slowing down. Not. But still, 20 times. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty good. So anyway, thanks for yeah doing my disclaimer for me. Here are some options, not investment recommendations, yeah. but options of ways to get exposure to this theme. Qualcomm being a great example of yep. this. They really are the king of the cell data technology. Mm-hmm. But Apple and Google, obviously with phone manufacturing and software and stuff, they are great ways to get exposure to that as well. American Tower and Crown Castle International are cell tower companies. Oh, yeah. So they're real estate investment trusts that have to do with cell technology. Mm-hmm. Verizon and AT&T are other options, obviously doing the mm-hmm. data providing the actual service. But I, I guess I should probably point out that you probably already own a good chunk of this technology because if you own any well-diversified, maybe like S&P 500 type investment in your 401k or your Roth IRA or whatever, those names that I just mentioned alone, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven, eight names, those represent 13% of the index. So... 13% of your portfolio has some exposure mm. to 5G technology already. And that's direct just exposure, those names. Yeah. There's, there's a lot more that do. Yeah. This is pretty direct, hand-picked exposure. Yep. So you probably already do. Let's just put it that way. All right. So let's flip page. ETFs. We talk about ETFs. Yep. If you have any questions about ETFs, or what they are, how we they work for mutual listen funds, to our episode. listen to our episode yeah. about it. We'll link that in the show notes. But Josh is going to like some of these tickers. Do they have some good ones? There's some good tickers. So the first trust index next G ETF. Ticker NXTG. Next G. That's a good one. The iShares US Telecommunications ETF, IYZ. Boring. That's not a very good one. Vanguard Communication Services ETF, VOX, Vox, like Vox. vocals, maybe. Oh, man. The Defiance Next Gen Connectivity ETF. Here's yours. Ah. 5G, yeah. FIVG. Oh, they nailed it. They nailed it. They probably paid up for that ticker. Oh, seriously. Hard like, were that really early on. They were. Yeah, they, they were on 3G and they bought yeah, the ticker like, for 5G. Oh, it's it's going to get there. I know. Global X Internet of Things ETF, SNSR, like sensor. That's another one. Uh, And then you could buy mutual funds in the space, and there aren't a ton of options. They're a little bit less, they're a little bit more broad generally when you're Mm -hmm. talking mutual funds, diversified, but you could get into the Fidelity Select Wireless Portfolio. That's FWRLX. Or the Fidelity Advisor Telecommunications Fund. That's FTUX. Telecommunications being the sector where you're going to see a lot of this anyway. Absolutely. So, Josh, the question for you, yes. and you've been patiently waiting. Oh. Patiently waiting. Yep. Should you invest in 5G-related investments no, in, just, in your it depends. It just depends. Oh, man. I know. It's Surprise. Like mind-blown. Waited all the time never said that. that before. Yeah, you know, like you mentioned, chances are you probably have a little exposure if you're in a diversified portfolio. But does it fit with your overarching goals? Does it give you the results long-term that you need to meet your plan? That's the questions you need to be asking. But again, chances are... This is a piece of modern technology that's not going away. So, you know, do you need to invest directly in 5G? You really can't. But do you need to invest in companies that are advancing this technology forward? 
it may be a good idea to have that as part of your portfolio. And you probably do. And you probably already do. So, yes, should you invest in this? Uh, sure, why not? You <laughs> probably already are. As always, check out our free gift to you. It's a brief list of eight principles of timeless investing. These are overarching investment themes meant to keep you on track to meet your long-term goals. We don't talk about 5G, but we yep. do talk about things that you should probably know. So check it out. It's we free. probably have some words in there that have the letter G. Maybe two it. or three. Maybe yeah. at least five. Yeah. So check that out. It's free on our website. Josh, how can people help us grow this podcast? Subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to get our episode every Thursday. Every right single your Thursday. device. Leave us a review on wherever you listen. Apple, Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. And then uh, if you have any questions, shoot us an email using your 5G technology Ooh. at hello at com. And if you know somebody who loves 5G and you can us up to All right. Well, until next Thursday, have a great week. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Invested Dads podcast. This episode has ended, but your journey towards a better financial future doesn't have to. Head over to theinvesteddads.com to access all the links and resources mentioned in today's show. If you enjoyed this episode and we had a positive impact on your life, leave us a review. Click subscribe and don't miss the next episode. Josh Robb and Austin Wilson work for Hicks and Zerker Capital Management. All opinions expressed by Josh, Austin, or any podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Hicks and Zerker Capital Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Hicks and Zerker Capital Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. There is no guarantee that the statements, opinions, or forecasts provided herein will prove to be correct. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Indices are not available for direct investment. Any investor who attempts to mimic the performance of an index would incur fees and expenses, which would reduce returns. Securities investing involves risk, including the potential for loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment plan or strategy will be successful.